Welcome back to episode 113 of the Block Runner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are some of the topics we discussed today. First up, El Salvador makes Bitcoin legal tender. Next, what does it mean for a country to get into crypto? Then, can ransomware using Bitcoin as payment tarnish its image? Finally, will we see Bitcoin make a comeback sooner rather than later? All right, let's listen in. What up, what up, everybody? All right, dude. So, um, you know, speaking of, glad you're back in the studio. This yeah. Is the second week in a row. Exactly. It's starting to get renormalized, you know. I, it feels like we're finally exiting COVID era. <laughs> Do you remember when John McAfee said that it looks like we were in a cave? No. You don't remember that? No. When we interviewed us. He said we looked like we're in a cave? Yeah. Well, he literally was like in one. Like, Well, he was in a cave. He was like in an iron dome whenever. Yeah. It was like a Faraday's cage. What was he implying, though? (laughs) Well, I mean, because we still have that black background. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah, Yeah. we look like we're a terrorist organization. (laughs) I I agree, yeah, with John McAfee. Oh, dude, we're going to get flagged by YouTube now because you said (sighs) terrorist. Really? Is that how it works? Like, yeah, uh, probably not. Oh, probably no. not. Okay, I was just wondering. But yeah, I mean, dude, this has been a pressing issue for a long time. <laughs> like, <laughs> we've been needing to like spruce up the place a little bit to add a little bit of like positive vibes. You know, not yeah, not. But you know what? We're a content focused podcast, not a show podcast. Well, only because like that's our only option. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We could make this into more of like a show, right? If we had like a screen in the back, maybe like a little spinny wheel here. We could just be like, spin Dude, the no, wheel. negative. You don't want to do nothing like no, that? No, ne- negative. No, no, ga- so. no gamification. I mean, I, I think the, the most advanced thing we'll do is we'll have like the LED lights turn different colors. Depending on what? Depending okay. on like whether we're on a green day or a red day. Oh, I see. We should have like some kind of AI listening our conversations and like yeah, show our mood and colors. <laughs> yeah, if it understands like the tone and it's just like the colors change. It's like it gets yeah. like post-apocalyptic and it's dude, turns it black. happens. Yeah, it does that a lot. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our, our, we do at least me like I I tend to bring out the uh, dystopic features which is, out of life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is uh you know pretty common, like a pretty common sentiment to have. Think so? I think so. I mean, you look at. Um, one of the mo- you know common movies like sci- sci-fi movies they're all dystopic there's yeah. never a positively like depicted environment in in these movies yeah i guess but but they need to create conflict so but anyway we're yeah we're sidetracked super, yeah okay so um yeah so a lot of things has happened l- this week mm-hmm. and one of the more notable things was that the president of El Salvador has officially made Bitcoin a legal tender and it says there, use volcano power. Yes. What does that mean? Do you have an oh, idea? Oh, you haven't seen that video? No. What, what's Man, the video? A, I'll try to find it, but they um, they drilled into the a heat source of a volcano. Heat source? So it was like the core of the earth or what? Well, no, I wouldn't go all the way to the <laughs> core, but, but yes. I don't know volcano physics, oh, you know? Man. I I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to try to find it, but... It's, um, it's, yeah. So so they drilled uh to they tapped it to a heat source and okay. and what you do with a heat source is you run water by it it steams you put that steam into a turbine the turbine spins and it generates energy electricity that's right but okay so it's it's real more, it's more like uh 
what is that? That's, that's not volcano energy. Like, there's a, a sector of renewable energy for this, right? It's like, uh, what's the steam category? Is it hydrogen? Uh, no, 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 no. It's, it's just, just it's, it's just steam a steam powered. turbine. Okay. Yeah. It's just really so. It's not like some kind of like nothing. Yeah. Here there. it is. That's the video. That's all the steam right there. That's all the steam. It says our engineers just informed me that they dug a new well that will provide approximately 95 megawatts of 100% clean energy. Zero emissions geothermal energy from our volcanoes. Wow. Starting to design a full Bitcoin mining hub around it. So what you, what you see coming out of it, out of this well is pure water vapor. Yeah. So it's just going to like disperse into the atmosphere, right? Mm-hmm. Like no big deal. Yeah. I mean, these are like clouds. I mean, it's Yeah. It's just adding in. So no, no harm done. Yeah. Basically. Wow. That's interesting. So there's like a bunch of these little like spouts or is this just one? This is the only one. Um, I'm pretty sure this is just one of many. Okay. Well, this is good news, dude. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were talking about this the other day, how like the main narrative, at least like for the, you know, pushed by our, our good friend Elon Musk is like how Bitcoin is destroying <laughs> the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, freaking El Salvador yeah, man, is figuring it out. dunked on him, dude. Yeah. It's like, yo, we ain't polluting shit, bro. Yeah. What are we talking about? And, and we, we fully adopt Bitcoin now. Yeah. Right? Like El Salvador. Yeah, you're right, dude. El Salvador just like dunked on everybody. You know? Yeah, they did. They're, they're super ahead. And a lot of times, third world countries, they leapfrog uh, in front of like first world countries in, in sectors. Yeah. Like uh, in a lot of third world countries, they just completely skipped wired phone lines and they went to cell phones. Mm. And they and, and those countries have better cell phone to cell phone payments. Mm. And so, so, yeah, this is pretty common. So this doesn't surprise me. I think it's badass. Um, obviously, you know, they've built stuff like this before geothermal energy tapping. So this is very cool. And like we talked about before there, Bitcoin polluting the earth is just, uh, just a moment in time, right? It's not like it's destined to be that way. No, it doesn't have to. This is <coughs> proof of that. I mean, there's, and there's tons of other renewable energy sources you could tap into, right? Like it's not just volcanoes. S- yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> so, uh, anonymous decided to poke their head out. Oh shit! Do you remember that? Did you see that video? I, I didn't really. Yeah, well, you don't need to. You don't need to see it. It's just uh, a, a okay. s- scam. Anonymous It's not the real team. How do you know? Uh, because uh, I think they got arrested like six or seven years ago. Oh, like the actual anonymous did? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And so this is just like a talking head. But anyway, their the, their focus was on Elon and how Elon's pretty dumb about um, playing with people's money and emotions and Bitcoin and all that stuff. It's largely a dumb video. Um, in my opinion, uh, but there's some good points to it. And one of the points was talking about energy. Yeah. And so, um, I forget where I was going with this, but, but yeah, anonymous was talking about big, but, uh, about Elon and they talked about energy and basically that Elon's pretty dumb to talk, to think that Bitcoin is just going to continue consuming like, and, and destroying the planet. So yeah, they call they call them out. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's very constructive of them, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Either that or they're just See, holding heavy bags of Bitcoin, right? The, so the real anonymous, them. if you go back and you look at their previous videos, they, they would actually go and hack people mm-hmm. and they would uh, do some sort of like uh, ultimatum. Like, if you don't do this, then we're going to expose your, your data. You're gonna, we're going to expose your, your emails or expose whatever they hacked. Yeah. So, of course, that's why they got arrested because it's illegal. <laughs> Well, it seems like that type of activity is, is still rampant, you know, like yeah. here we're, we live in Texas, right? And like not too long ago, like I'll, I don't know what happened exactly, but there's a ransomware attack from what I heard, yeah. right? Where like these hacker groups hacked into a pipeline that was, you know, feeding yeah. oil to like pretty much the rest of the country, or at least half of the country. Yeah. 
So for them, like that, that was a disaster, right? Like we're no longer receiving fuel <laughs> from like the main source. Mm-hmm. And it, all it took was like some hacker group. Let's call them anonymous, right? Well, they're, they're called dark side. Oh, they actually have a name. Yeah. Yeah. What the heck? Uh, and that's from uh, DC Comics, by the way. What, do you, oh, what about Superman? It, What's the lore? Dark side. I know. Well, it's just <laughs> some, it's an enemy of Superman. That's it. Oh, that's just the name of a character. Yeah, yeah. So there's no like hacker group within the no, DC negative. lore. Negative. Okay, negative. gotcha. So they're just like nerds. Yeah, <laughs> pretty <laughs> much. It's like we are the dark side. It's not a bad name. It's kind of yeah. cool. But the point being, okay, so these ransomware attacks are coming back. These hacker groups are forming, and uh, you know the government likes to attach. You know, the, just because they're asking mm. crypto as like their main payment mechanism for these ransom attacks. As like all of a sudden, you know, crypto is evil again. Yeah, we have a new another attack vector. Not only is it destroying the planet, it's also yeah. funding like hacker terrorists, sure. you know, like that. Like all of this is adding like ridiculous fuel to like the bearish sentiment that we've been seeing over the last like month or two, right? Yeah, <coughs> I don't think it's largely, um, you know, I, the logic the government has to try to ban Bitcoin as a result. It's kind of dumb. Well, that's what the senators are, like, speculating, right? Like, the, there's this clear problem where we got these international hacker dudes, you know. Yeah, wreaking uh, havoc. And, yeah, let's just ban it so this all this stops. Like, yeah, like, like. I know how to solve this. Some of these senators think that's the solution, right? You know, whether or not I they're going to get full through with that, most they, likely not. They must be, like, uh, boomers who still don't understand how Facebook makes money, right? Yeah. yeah. And so they think, oh, oh, this is easy. We'll just ban it and, you know, it's all good. But. <laughs> I mean, it'll do, man, if they if they try to ban it, let's assume it gets banned. It will have the exact opposite effect. Like, clear as day, exact opposite. In what sense? Like, you think it's just going to piss them off or something? Well, no, it won't piss them off. Dude, Bitcoin, you can transact with Bitcoin whether it's banned or not. Like, there's no way to stop it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hackers are going to continue hacking. They're going to continue asking for Bitcoin, whether it's banned or not. That's and true. people like you and I are going to be still using Bitcoin regardless. That's true. Yeah, you ban it, and they could just be like, uh, you know, okay. you, you could still get it. You know, like, we still want it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if you banned it, uh, you just made your, you know, payment to us a little more difficult, I guess. I don't know. That's true. Just go around the loops and go, you know, go it, go get, like, some Chinese, like, over or wherever it's not banned. Yeah, just you know? go to Mexico and, and get Bitcoin. Yeah, give me my Bitcoin, or else. Yeah. <laughs> or else, like, suffer the consequences, right? Yeah, and it's worked. Right, the pipeline paid. Dude, yeah, they got paid four million dollars or, or whatever. I think it was it was four point four million dollars, dude. What yeah. a payday! And you said like they got their funds seized or something like that. But yes, the they did. That's fucking wild. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> yeah, so there was a, there was a lot of fud on uh, on Bitcoin. It's like, oh, Bitcoin got hacked. Like people, the FBI got to uh, the private key of a Bitcoin, right, by hacking it. Yeah, right. And uh, so no, I mean that's so let's let's talk about that scenario. So let's assume that the FBI had the computational power to hack this particular wallet. Okay. That would have such high, large implications. Because if the if the FBI could hack anyone's Bitcoin wallet, that means they could hack every, every single government, every single computer, mm-hmm. every single encrypted content. Mm-hmm. Every, everything is yeah. completely accessible by the FBI. Nice. Now, do, <laughs> now, does that does that sound reasonable to you? 
reasonable is in like, like in like likely and probability. Uh, it sounds like a a tool they would definitely want to have like oh, at absolutely. their disposal. But yeah. it does it sound likely that they actually have it at this point? Probably not. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't think so. Now, if they did, and they're like, so what's the verification that that they for sure did not do something like that, right? Well, it's in this article uh, that says no, FBI did not hack Bitcoin. Blockstream CEO provides details. So, see, this is this is the the problem. So let me preface this. So, the this hacker group, Darkside, cool name, right? Yeah, yeah. They successfully hacked Pipeline. They sure did. Right. They received the four million dollars. They did. You would yeah. assume that these guys are pretty savvy guys, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I definitely couldn't do that. Right. <laughs> I think a large, <laughs> a lot of people could not do that. Yeah. I think. I don't know how difficult <laughs> it is to do, but it doesn't. Well, sound it easy. depends. I mean, it, it could be an insider that's that that gave the password mm. to the hacker, and like that's pretty much it. Like that's the the. The hack. I, I don't know. I mean, like visually, f- w- f- what I understand hacking is is like some dudes like in a fucking like some weird ass hotel, probably like dissociate the IP or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. just some obscure like, Motel Six like somewhere. Techno music playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some techno music, <laughs> fucking Doritos everywhere and shit like that, and just dudes just doing this, you know? Like, uh, yeah, no, that's not. That's not what hackers no, do. No, no, no. Ha- you you should have watched uh, Mr. Robot. They they properly depict hacking there. It's pretty good. Okay. But anyway, um, but no, it's not like that. It, it could be just as simple as uh, installing malware. Like you put malware on a USB drive, they plug it into their computer, and now the whole computer is affected. Oh, okay. And key loggers sending that data to the hackers, and now they have remote access. And so, so it could it's, be a, it's a process. It's a process. It's a multi-step sure. process, and yeah. it's, in a lot of cases, it requires like it, it's a simple emails like download this file. Like uh, there's okay. a big uh, NFT collector that got hacked. Lost yeah, one hundred sixty thousand yeah, yeah. dollars yeah, because about that. he downloaded a file from an email. But they, they disguise it as like just like some happy, oh, yeah. like a link, right? It's like you yeah, know, yeah. It's to see your horoscope for the day or something like that. Potentially. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was more like, hey, I, w- I want you to make some custom art for us, Ooh. and 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 here, open this file so you can see what kind of content we're looking for. It oh was my like, yeah, god! Yeah, sure. Double click on that, download, boom, your your Dude, wallet's drained. Oh my god! I can see how he could get yeah. bamboozled on off yeah of because that's like part that. of his business is to make art, custom art, right? So, whoa, dude, that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, you. Guys, you got to make sure that you don't double click on any files from an email. Don't double click? Don't double click. Don't single just, click. Okay, so don't click. No, no, just don't click on it. Wait, what? Well, then how do you ever open a file then? Well, you got to like, make sure you trust the, the source. Okay. And the way you trust the source is by clicking on the individual email, looking at the extension of the email. Is it at ethermon.io or is it, you know, something else, something like something stupid? Gotcha. You know? So, um, man, where was I going with this? So these guys are uh, savvy, right? They they hacked the pipeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently, they stored their Bitcoin on a like a remote server. Uh, uh, let me let me see if I can find it here. It says, uh, back shared the hackers had rented a cloud server to hold the Bitcoin <laughs> that they had received as a ransom after the attack of the Colonial Pipeline. Nice. So so they so these guys as savvy as they are put their bitcoin on a server that's not owned by them. Why do you think they did that? I don't know. You don't know. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> because okay. all they needed was a ledger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then just send the money to this ledger wallet. Is it somehow like less trackable or something like that for by them doing going through that approach? No, uh, no way, dude. This is worse. It's a server. It's trackable. Okay. So Damn, huge fuck up then. Well, it, it's so trackable that oh. that's how the FBI got 
got a hold of some of the funds. Yeah, that's right. right. They knew where the server was held. They probably called up Amazon and say, hey, can you find us a server that's using this IP address? And like, yeah, sure. And then they discover the private key. They drain the funds from the hacker. They hack the hackers. Oh, my God, dude. How embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> that's rough, dude. <laughs> dude, dark side, dude. They done yeah. goofed. Dude, yeah. they, did, they did such a good job, and then they fucked it all up in one yeah. swoop. See, this should be like, well, I mean, so like, this uh, is, let's say they didn't get crypto. What would they have asked? Like cash, right? Like wire me some mm, cash. Pretty much. But even then, that would have been difficult to pull off. Because banks, right? Yeah, you need a bank or something yeah. to get wired that kind of money. So it would probably have to be wired to some um, some offshore account, but even where then, they're colluding like, with the bank or whatever. Yeah, even then, like, even, like nah, it depends. I mean these these ransoms have occurred in the past before. Yeah, before crypto. So yeah, I'm just wondering, like, does the bitco bit or the crypto asset itself like it, it it's makes it easier? Yeah. Well, it does, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it makes everything easier. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> so maybe the logic is a little okay, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I mean, of course, yeah. I mean, you want to use cryptocurrencies if you're going to, you know, try to get a ransom. No, I mean, like, maybe the government's logic is, like, their response is, like, dude, you know, these crypto tools are a little too efficient at, like, you know, evading our, our, our oversight, you know? Well, yeah, but that... Because that's kind of, like, by design, right? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, that's kind of what you want. I mean, so, you know, those uh, Bitcoin maximalists that want, like, everything Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, it's it's easier to track, right? If you, if you want privacy, you don't do transactions with Bitcoin. Yeah. Like, you just, that's not the right way. Okay. But uh, but if you don't care about privacy, then, yeah, Bitcoin's Bitcoin's the way. Okay. Right? <laughs> but, uh, but Bitcoin, I mean, if you watch enough of our podcasts and YouTube videos, Bitcoin has a bigger calling card than uh, just doing transactions. So, but anyway, so yeah, so these guys, Darkside, like brilliant hack. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't say brilliant, right? But in, in like terms we totally of like, endorse this hack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this was a dope hack. It's like we want to see more of these brilliant, you know? <laughs> brilliance in the measure of technical skills. I meant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? I think so. So, uh, so yeah, we definitely don't endorse hacking or anything <laughs> like that. However. Yeah. These guys, as brilliant as they are, yeah, they still weren't that brilliant. Yeah, it's crazy. it just seems odd. Like I, it doesn't. I, I don't understand. But yeah, that's what happened. So FBI recovered at least like fifty to sixty percent of the funds. Yeah, but the the main takeaway of this conversation, I guess, being like, sh- if crypto and Bitcoin and stuff aren't pinging the government's radar, or if it wasn't pinging the government's radar, which I know it was, but maybe not to like its current extent now. Now, we, now I'm sure it's like a part of their daily discussions oh, somewhere within I'm sure it's department. been in the daily discussions for you know at least five years five or six years they just I haven't been talking I about it I don't know about dude, daily dude, dude. I don't know about daily there are, there are pockets of government officials who know what they're doing yeah pockets yeah. Uh, not the whole institution is debatable yeah, you're, right? you're right oh, yeah well yeah I guess what I'm saying is now it's just becoming it's blossoming into like a, a bigger concern. Yeah, yeah. it's you know, yeah now across the board. <laughs> across the board, everybody's talking about Bitcoin. The government. Yeah. So, I mean, so much so. I mean, if we go back, El Salvador, right? They're adopting Bitcoin's yeah, legal it, tender. Even that's probably huge news. Like, you know, like these foreign, you know, entities now are fully adopting it, right? Yeah. So, so uh, the so we predicted this. We knew that countries were going to go into Bitcoin. You did. Yeah. yeah. So. We knew that was like the next phase, right? I mean, we we already saw like corporate um, endorsement and like, yeah, incorporating it to their balance sheets and stuff like that. You know, they're they're, yeah, 
uh, as a hedge, I guess, in some cases. And and we still have a ton of companies to like adopt Bitcoin still. Yeah, a ton like Google, Apple, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. Amazon, yeah. like. They they haven't even like dipped their toes in. Right? <sighs> That's true, man. We, yeah, we we're trying to think. You know, <clears throat> we're in like a pretty like gray zone as far as Bitcoin. You know, it, it can go either up or down. Oh yeah, and, and we're up. trying to think like with all this bearish sentiment, like what is going to be the catalyst to like pull us back up, dude? Because we we have a ton of pressure on top of us, like as a sector, the yeah. crypto industry. I mean, for one, like yeah, this was a pretty heavy correction, right? Like a fifty-five oh, yeah. percent dip. It's one of the biggest. Yeah, I think like if you go through Bitcoin's historical trajectory, like anytime Bitcoin dips like fifty percent or something, like it's it's a signal for like a, a bearish phase, isn't it? Yeah. So in order for us to overcome that expectation, I guess based on like the data, there's got to be some pretty big like happenings here coming up that we just don't know yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> something like some big shit has to be like cooking up. Yeah. Like some yeah, like the, I mean, the Google announcement. You know. Yeah. That would be pretty big. That would, you know, yeah. yeah, you that's that's the cadence of things, right? It's it is going to be Google next, right? <laughs> okay. Because Apple's not going to do it after, not until after Google screws it up. Why right? do you say that? That's because that's that's been the history of Apple and Google. Okay, I'm not privy to that. Oh come on, <laughs> to, I mean. to that storyline to the lore of <laughs> big tech. <laughs> I'm not privy. Uh, dude, there's so many features on the Android okay. phones that the iPhone doesn't have. Uh-huh. And after a couple of years, iPhone gets it. But they not only do they get it, but they do it right. They do it way better and and se- more secure and everything. I see. I see. So so anyway, so if you take that and you extrapolate it, Google's gonna start adopting cryptocurrencies and add into the world. As a matter of fact, Samsung already has a wallet for their mm-hmm, phones. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> so then it's gonna be Apple. Then you know the the larger companies are gonna go in. And uh, like we predicted, we think the next cycle is going to be about which countries start adopting Bitcoin. But even though the next cycles are going to is going to be about countries, like there's going to be like a um, it's it's going to be meshed together, right? Companies and countries are going to start adopting it all like in the same timeline. Yeah, but when it gets to that point, though, like how competitive does it get at that point? Like, uh, you know, is there value as a country to like we want to be like a, a huge contributor as far as like uh, mining mm. bitcoins, right? Or like you know becoming block producers? <clears throat> like, does the government have an incentive to want to do that, or should they just be stacking up on Bitcoin? That's a good question. You know what I mean, like, what's what's the mechanism that countries would onboard into well, cryptocurrencies? Let's see. What's what's Venezuela? They have this volcano powered <coughs> thing, right? So they're mining Bitcoin, right? That's correct. Yes. So, I mean, so I El, think El yeah, Salvador may have just you know set the precedent, right? If you're a nation and you want to you know get involved in the Bitcoin process, I guess. Mm-hmm. And make it legal tender. Like you, you better like be sure you have some kind of stake in the damn thing somehow, right? Like you're you're producing blocks. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it becomes like a fuck. I don't like that, dude. But you know what? <laughs> it becomes like a a conflict potentially into the future. Like it's another resource kind of that. Like, oh, a resource like, battle. Yeah, another yeah. another reason for nations to like compete and hate and, like, each other. Bomb, bomb each other. Yeah, like, bomb fucking mining facilities. You know, so like that they have a b- higher percentage of exactly. It's of like if China wants to dominate like the the Bitcoin mining space, just just, just targeted drone attacks so like everyone else's mining facilities. You know, it's true. That's a problem. You dude. know what? <laughs> For sure, we're gonna see this. 
What? For sure. No, dude. Because don't tell that's me that. possible. Yeah, well, of course and, it's possible. And it, it already happens, but not with. But there's Bitcoin. like a huge incentive for, for that happening. But what is the incentive for that happening? Well, a uh, high one percentage more is like tens of millions of dollars. Well, yeah, from like a a, f- a monetary perspective, yeah. I mean, if you're getting a a share of the rewards, yeah, <laughs> it's nice to have. Like it's yeah. like a government balance. But you know what? That may not happen because if you bomb like another mining facility and it and it increases your your pot by one percent. You're also increasing everybody else's pot by 1%. I see. So, I mean, you're helping everybody when you bomb other people. Yeah. So that doesn't really make <laughs> sense. Okay. You'd have, to, yeah. you'd have you'd to, have to bomb everybody. Everybody. It's not possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, see, we just we just kind of averted a, a World War Four <laughs> potentially. Or what the hell? You skipped well, over three? Well, I skipped three <laughs> because... You Let's know, people go. argue that we're already in a world war right now. Nah, fuck of that. Of information. Dude. Lame, dude. <laughs> that is a lame war. <laughs> dude, we're being attacked right now, I man. By who? We're being convinced about things that are not true, like vaccinations and... <sighs> but who... Okay, so then, like, what? who are the actors in this information war? Like, oh, freaking mean, Twitter and Facebook? Yeah, I mean... Big tech? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a problem, but I wouldn't you go wouldn't so call far that as, World War III. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> that's definitely not World War Three. We're talking, like, some serious heavy stuff, you know, like, transformative stuff, which, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, but having said that, I mean, El Salvador getting in, that's uh, expected, but also a surprise and also pretty cool. So this guy, he's been talking about Bitcoin for a while. I mean... uh I've had family members send me videos about him talking about Bitcoin for he several months. He's pretty young, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's probably privy to He's the, progressive. Uh, like, he's always thinking about, like, stuff that, you know, we talk about, right? Yeah, well, I mean, like, El Salvador probably needs, like, a lot of help, like, when it yeah. comes to, yeah, progressing out of, you know, whatever. Yeah, they, they need to be thinking in, outside in, the box. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. And, like, a lot of countries in that region, you know, Venezuela also in, like, a, a pocket of, like, you know. Yeah, I think the difference between El Salvador and Venezuela is, like, I, I think Venezuela has way more corruption, and they have more incentive to keep it like that. Yeah, potentially, yeah. So, and this guy, I mean, clearly he wants to wants to help. So, Bitcoin levels a playing field, and that's, that's exactly what he's doing. Interesting. So, yes, we got uh, El Salvador. We got the pipeline hack. Uh, FBI one upping <laughs> the hackers, and then look at this Fede, uh, marketing from uh, Decentraland posted this this little gem on his Twitter account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this I guess this stood out, you know. I guess uh, we're jumping straight back into the metaverse as we typically do, yeah, <laughs> like we just talk about random happenings in the crypto space, and then everything all roads lead back <laughs> to the metaverse somehow, like at least for us. Yeah, because you know what? This is going to be the next big sector. Yeah, I think so too, man. I mean, that's immediately what I thought when I saw this. Like, it it brought back memories of, like, early NFT, like, awareness, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you start to see these, like, NFT things pop up on, like, mainstream, you know, platforms. Yeah. You're like, what? You know, I I never envisioned the day of seeing that whenever we were, like, first involved with NFTs, you know? Like, it was so, so underappreciated at the time. Nobody really cared. Right. And it took these breakthrough moments, you know, the, the top shots, the uh, nifty gateway drops, the people's all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So like really shake the world in like the media. Be like, yo, pay attention. There's some crazy shit happening over here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, we're I, yeah, it feels like we're definitely in like a <sighs> like that inflection point for the metaverse. You know, just the fact that the term metaverse is out there like on, on a mainstream news outlet. Yeah. Pretty bonkers. That's true. To me, you know, Um, 
I mean, is is the term metaverse pretty crazy or it's it's metaverse in the context of cryptocurrency and blockchain. I think that's what's crazy. I don't think anybody like nobody's that is not a common term, dude. Like you don't even, think even so? outside I mean, of blockchain and crypto. But yeah. well, we talked about Ready Player 1. Dude, but you make it you I think you have this misconception that like everybody saw that movie, you know? I, I mean? think everybody <laughs> did. I don't think so, man. I think so. Did dude. they ever say metaverse in the movie? I have to believe that they, they I don't did. think they did, dude. I wish we could do a work. No, I think I think they did. I think they did. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty confident they I did. I could do we really good. There's, there's no way you watch this movie for two and a half hours and there's no metaverse. There's no mention of metaverse in that. It has know, to be, dude. It has to be. I think they just say like Oasis, Oasis, Oasis oh, yeah. over and over well, again. I mean, Oasis meant metaverse. <laughs> but, but, but nobody knows that. But that's just the name they, they attach to like this virtual reality setting, right? This, this, this metaverse, but it's called Oasis, right? Like. I th- that was for I the movie's branding. I don't think uh, so. So what I'm saying is like the metaverse is a concept because it, it's a largely misunderstood one, right? So I mean, what, what well, is what, this? okay? So let's talk about metaverse as a concept. What's misunderstood about that? Well, I mean, I guess the way Fox Business understands it and the way they're relaying this information to their viewership base is like these are the top four metaverses, and they all what, what's the common denominator among all of them, right? They all have like publicly owned land digital land aspects to them right all four yeah but but that's a knowledgeable person who knows about these metaverses what do you mean a person who sees this is like okay we got we got four metaverses yeah and they're pretty cheap in terms of an, an investment that's what, well, I'm, that's, that's, what I'm that's not up. what those numbers are saying those numbers are saying how much money has been generated selling digital land those are sales figures right decentral yeah. is not a 55 million dollar entity it's it's in the billions but, now. but still 55 million in sales yeah it's a lot of money in general but it's not a lot of money compared to all the other financial instruments oh that they hell talk about. yeah I, I agree that's why i was a little puzzled like so why is this on this is like peanuts compared to like you know the, the big mega corporations here like GE, that's what i'm saying general electric like that's right what i'm saying it? it's like why why is the metaverse like in the same context as like you know all these other financial companies that are billions of dollars I think it's just uh, I don't the, the, I don't know the digital real estate like uh, concept is it's just so new and unexplored and I think they're just attempting to kind of like get people the conversation started like th- you know there's value clearly it's not like at like in the billions yet of like generation as far as revenue goes. What if Fox invested in all these guys and they're trying to pump their bags? <laughs> I don't think so, but I mean they could. But I I think they're just literally trying they're trying to ping a trend right because this is what you do. When you make content, like you want to be associated, like, look, we're Fox Business Network. You know, if you were watching our channel, yeah, we let you guys know about the metaverse, like when it was worth fifty-five million. You know, Decentraland only sold fifty-five million dollars worth of land at this point. Yeah, five years from now, that 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 could be five billion or something. They'd be like, see, you guys were watching our channel five years ago. You yeah. guys would have been buying <laughs> digital land, and you know, yeah. We fucking own, you know, yeah. like that's why we're Fox Business Network. You know, you want to watch us because we we expose the trends. Yeah. When you have like the best opportunity to invest in them. Right? Yeah. I think that's like the main selling point they're trying to convey here. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and I'm all in, dude. I'm all for it. Oh, well, yeah. I so mean, it's, shit. Obviously. Right. This is why it's exciting for me. You know, when I see this, it's like, damn, it's not just like this. Because we ask ourselves this question all the time. Like, are yeah. we delusional? Like, yeah, yeah, is there yeah. something wrong with us? Why do we care about these things, but nobody else seems to? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, people are starting to care. You know, like, this is a good sign. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is pretty exciting. I mean, the fact that Fox Business is mentioning these things, and, like, this is our 
This is our like how we live, dude. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> this is our. This has been our life for like the last year and a half, maybe two years. Two years, yeah. I mean, as soon as we started the podcast, I mean, we pre pretty much got into Decentraland, like yeah, maybe like a few after. months later or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's it, it's come a long way. So yeah, for like the broader Decentraland community, it's it's exciting for all of us, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's this is like all of our moments of glory because like we were all super freaking early to this experiment. Right. Yeah. And that goes for all these different metaverses. And this is like just the beginning, you know? Yeah. It's not like there's only going to be four, you know? Oh yeah. There's going to be potentially millions of metaverses in the future, you know? So it's like, as there should be, you know how there's projects right now that help other projects spin up blockchains. Yes. Like, like polka dot. Like, yeah, exactly. Like polka dot. Yeah. So there's going to be projects that help spin up metaverses. Okay. So we're calling it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not only are we calling it, we're we're building it. Yeah, well, we're thinking about like getting <laughs> get to that point, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess we're on our way there. You know, yeah. Like at least like from our perspective, like I think there's a need for that for sure. But uh but uh, the I guess the eagerness and the excitement comes from we, I mean, we were gamers before. We knew what that meant when you played a game and then you spent like six or eight, 10, 12 hours playing the game and then you just went home with nothing to show for it. Uh huh. And so once the general gamer understands that you can play to earn in the blockchain space, there's going to be a huge migration shift to blockchain gaming. And every single institution out there is going to adopt blockchain because... Not because they want to, but because they have to, because that's where all the audience migrated to. Yeah. But it's, so these numbers here, these sales figures, you're right. I think in five years, it could easily 10x, if not more. Yeah, it could. Yeah, like the land parcels are already like arguably super expensive, but there's no reason why they can't become more expensive than even physical land. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's obviously much more scarce than physical land. Oh, yeah. Way more scarce. Like, oh, like, you know, speaking of like these individual metaverse perspective, you know, like if for whatever reason the sandbox ecosystem is just so goddamn valuable, it becomes the next Roblox. All the kids all over the world want to fucking play these games. You better own some of these parcels then if you're a game developer, you know, you you will fork out a million dollars for like, you know, enough development space to build a game in that metaverse. Yeah. I mean, right now to build a a triple A game, it takes a hundred million dollars. Exactly. So why not a, a million uh, to buy land? Yeah, buy buy enough land to build like a sick ass like Roblox type experience, you know, where you know there's going to be hundreds of thousands of kids logging in every day, you know, freaking doing their play stuff. Play to earn. Play to earn, you know, whatever yeah. the hell it is, you know. So that's the potential, right? And that's the risk these early land investors are taking, you know. Yeah. You know, they're they're, ex- they're speculating eventually in the future we'll get to that point, right? So but woo me because I I got in when this shit was like yeah. $500 a pop or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, 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 that, and that reality, if it turns out to be that successful, then shh, we're talking Shit. six figures per parcel. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's why I mean, we're That's exciting. Yeah, that's super exciting, man. Yeah. Like, and then <clears throat> then then this, this stuff becomes, like, as big as all these, like, corporate entities you see on this Fox business screen, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the Centraland becomes a $50, $100 billion thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Cryptocurrency or Bitcoin is much bigger than a lot of the companies today, right? It's true, yeah. And why not could, you know, these metaverses be bigger than a lot of the companies today? Agreed. They host economies. Yeah. Matt, this, we're talking about countries here. We're looking nations, at yeah. future, future nations. I agree. Virtual nations, like with 
serious communities within them yeah. of like people creating content, living off of that yeah. metaverse, creating content, playing these games, you know, hosting like ginormous like events and stuff like that, like yeah. big ass concerts with like tens of thousands of attendees. Who knows, right? This thing can Damn. flourish into like, like imagine, a whole fucking just renaissance. You imagine know? a metaverse being bigger than a country. Oh, dude, it's coming. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> what's the puniest country out there? There's probably, there's probably one with, like, like a, a few million. thousand people. Yeah. I bet you there's a country somewhere out there, like, in some remote spot with, like, maybe, like, 5,000 people. I'm sure there is, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we're going to we're gonna do it. So, we're already <laughs> there, right? So I, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so, <laughs> basically. Yeah, I bet you, like, the Decentraland, <coughs> like, land value is probably, like, more valuable than that country. Yeah, know? the... That country has, like, no value, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Most likely. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, this is this is going to be a lot bigger. I mean, we, we talk about this often not because we're, we're in it, but there's, there's just so much potential, so many problems to solve. Like, I feel like we're barely scratching the surface. And oftentimes we talk to people who kind of know about cryptocurrency and they're aware about Decentraland and all these other metaverses, and they play it down. It's like, oh. It's true. There's not... Ah, Decentraland is not a big deal. Like exactly, dude. That's such a mistake, I feel like. But and you it know what? Is, it's, it's expected. It's, it it, it you're has happened. What? Well, because remember when we first learned about Bitcoin, it was like, eh. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, that's a good sign, at least. Like, if, if you are, like, personally invested the way we are and yeah. a lot of you Decentraland guys are, like, and other metaverses, it's it's a good sign that people still think you're fucking nuts or, like, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. wasting your time. Like, this is, this is a nothing burger. It's you're a signal you're ahead. Exactly. Like once start people start being like, "Yo, Decentraland," or like, "How many lands like, you got?" Yeah, yeah. Once they <laughs> exactly <laughs> just like Bitcoin, like, dude, how much Bitcoin you got? You know? Yeah. Or uh, yeah, NFTs. Yo, like, yo, you got any NFTs? Let me see your collection, right? Yeah, I was like, bro, have you ever heard of NFTs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, no, was dude, like, no, <laughs> no. You're you're telling me what an <laughs> NFT is? Yeah, this is the first I heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. So it's gonna be the same thing with digital land. Yeah, and like the 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 cool stuff that could be built on top of it. Like, dude, you got any you got any digital property, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's gonna be the question. Say by that time, man. That's like yeah, yeah, so expensive and exactly by that time the metaverse mania already passed. Yeah, or it's like at it like a topping point, you know, tipping yeah. tippity top. Yeah, so we haven't even gotten close to that point yet because yeah, everyone thinks we're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 this is a good hopeful sign, meaning like, dude, uh, we could start to lay to rest those like. Those questions of delusion that yeah. we always have. But you know what? The problem with those questions is that we start questioning ourselves. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, it's like um, <clears throat> every time we talk to a new person, it's like, oh, decentralized. Oh, yeah, that that little thing over there. Yeah. And it's like, man, are we in this little thing over there? <laughs> yeah. Are, are we really like, because we, man, we, if you watch our podcast, we talked about this a lot. Like, you know, are we actually crazy? Yeah. It, it, or is everyone else crazy? Yeah. And, and you, you could argue like. We believe in it so much. Like, we know talking about these things right now, the mass majority of people aren't interested. Yeah. So it's kind of like we're, 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 we're hurting ourselves from, like, a, like a, a mass audience perspective, right? Covering sure. things about, like, the metaverse just because most people aren't interested yet about these things. Like, we, yeah. we could just be talking about Doge and, like, fucking Shiba <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Shibu, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And whatever the, whatever the people want, right? Like, people want to hear s- specific things. But and you know what? Could, what they also want is to know what's coming next. Well, yeah, some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree. But, but 
clearly, like, if we were to make, like, a Shiba Inu video or something like that, more eyeballs sure. and would click on that video, right? So yeah, yeah. you, as a, as a content producer, that's kind of like yeah, that's the your goal, job. right? That's your yeah. job is to figure out what, what is it people want to hear, yeah, and we should make content for that. Yeah. But but we're sacrificing that in a lot of cases whenever we talk about the metaverse because we know not people are not actively searching what what what, what is the metaverse like you know what, how yeah. do I buy land yeah a lot of people aren't asking these questions yet yeah so, so I'm gonna ask you guys do you guys care about the metaverse you listening right now just yeah, yeah, write in the comment say yes I care about the metaverse or no I don't care you should do another one of them polls too oh yeah dude oh my god yeah, yeah. I don't want to know the truth though like what if like ninety percent say nah dude you guys this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so what? how do we respond to that? We just say, fuck it. This is exactly what I'm talking about right now, right? Like, okay. Well, yeah, it's an indicator that we're right. Yeah, like 90% of y'all don't want us to talk about the metaverse. You'd rather hear us talk about, like, you know, polka dot or... Which or is interesting. Pol polygon, which we do talk about those things, but... Yeah, but I'm, yeah it's just... But I, I mean, I mean, we're here to talk about things that are going to blow up in the future. We've made some good, a lot of good calls in the past. I mean, you know what? We, we need to start tracking, like, these calls, too. Like, anytime we make a claim, we got to, like, you know, open up Notion and um, add a little entry and says, and <laughs> we'll just write in, like, what we're claiming and when we, we think it's going to happen, and we just have it there. Yeah. yeah. And then we have, like, a little ping. It's like, remind me in two years. <laughs> so yeah, something like that. I don't know. I don't want to boast about my, you know, awesome predictions. Well, you, you know, know what? It's, it's like, um well, it's not about boasting or anything. Really, I, I mean... Uh, if you if you and they're study, not even that good by the way no they're yeah. pretty good they're oh you think so yeah they're you think? dude they're bullseye good okay but it goes back to kind of the scientific method if you if you study enough science you start to recognize patterns yeah and when you know enough about science you're able to predict just like you and I predict some of the problems in the crypto space we can predict so the solutions and we can find those solutions quickly because we know it's a problem the same thing happens in science. Mm -hmm. In mm -hmm. science, you're able to understand enough how things work that you're able to make predictions without actually knowing that it's it's true. Mm. And and the so the process is you do enough. You know, this is beyond the scope of this conversation, but you do enough science, mm -hmm. right? And with that science, you're able to to infer about things existing that you can't really measure, like the boson pro particle. Or like dark matter. Or dark matter, yes. Yeah, it's like, why is the universe like being pushed? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like what the fuck's not, going not on? Not only pushed, but accelerated yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah Right, yeah. there's an energy that is forcing it. Yeah, and, and, it's, like, and it's, like, it's like the majority of like what yeah. exists, yeah. which is like, what? Exactly. <coughs> That's and the weirdest fucking thing I ever heard. <laughs> so they, they've inferred that that exists, but they aren't able to measure it. True. And, and so this has happened so often that they've, Scientists have made predictions, and because of those predictions, they're able to start looking for those those signals that that thing exists, like the boson particle. Mm. And because they can look for those things, it's because of that prediction, because science infers that that has to be there. It has to be there. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so it goes back to you know us making an assessment is like understanding what the problems are. There has to be a solution to this uh, this. Scaling problem in Ethereum, there, boom, you have Polygon, you have XDAI and all these. And then, you know, usually there's a winner, right? Mm -hmm. Ends up being Polygon. Mm -hmm. But we largely knew that this was going to happen. We did, dude. Yeah, we, we didn't know who was going to win at the time, but we yeah. definitely knew we knew it was a problem. We knew there were solutions on I mean, the horizon. We were, we were talking about Matic when it was below a penny. Yeah. I mean, it's just so... <sighs> 
yeah, we're yeah, using right. we're using yeah. scientific principles, and we're saying the metaverse guess, is going to be big. Yeah, but I guess this time it feels a little different because this is like something we're actually like uh, trying to push ourselves. You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, as, I, I, as opposed to like, yeah, we recognize layer two scaling is a dilemma, but we weren't doing anything to try and like you know solve the problem. Yeah, we weren't. Yeah. I mean, we were just like looking from the outside in, like, yo, kinda like, can you guys like do some stuff? You know, like fix these. Yeah, gases. somebody, somebody fix this issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the metaverse. Dilemmas within the metaverse sector, you know, largely un, un misunderstood and like, yeah. But you know, in, in our minds, like it's the same thing. Like, you know, why aren't why isn't there like a booming creator economy within the metaverse like there is yeah. in the art NFT art sector or yeah. something like that, right? Yeah. There's obviously some issues happening here. <laughs> yeah. You know, we ha- we're building all these metaverses, but there's really like nothing crazy attractive, like bringing people in to them. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So issues like this, so these are dilemmas that we're directly involved with. So, but you, it just it feels a little different. You yeah. bring up a good point. It's it is because we're in the space and we're actively doing something that that encourages us to have doubts. Because are are, are we like smoking hopium here, mm. right? Are we hoping that it actually becomes bigger so that we benefit? Or are we actually making an objective call that the metaverse is going to get big? Yeah, like I think that's that's the struggle that we have, but. Man, I feel like from an objective point of view, the metaverse is going to get big because, I mean, we were a gamer and we wasted a lot of time gaming, right? That option can be put on, you know, upside down and now the gamer can earn. Mm. And so, and they'll be able to earn through games and, you know, the metaverse. Yeah. So it has to be big, right? If if the gaming industry is like, you know, 200 billion or whatever it is, and that migrates to, to the metaverse or blockchain gaming, it's like, dude, everything's going to get huge. Yeah. I agree, man. So, so we convinced ourselves that we're not crazy. <sighs> I don't know. I'm still not. You're sold. not convinced? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not until we have our like NFT moment. You know, yeah, where the yeah the the, the metaverse mania has to begin. Clear indicators in place. You know, it's like okay, we were right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Until yeah, then, yeah. like we're still way too on the fringe. It's still like too uh, early to tell. But yeah, it's just little trickling events like these, like you know, media coverage here and there. Uh, hopefully, we'll get more stories emerging of like you know, X creator like built this awesome something and then yeah became made a millionaire. A, yeah, made a million bucks. Yeah, just like in the this X unknown artist became a millionaire selling NFT art. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff like this. You know, and then also like X landowner. You know is making a full-time income because yeah. of his awesome shit on his land. Yeah. You know, stuff like, like hell yeah, dude, big ass headlines like that. Like that's what we're waiting for. Yeah. You know, you know what? Maybe the metaverse doesn't explode until that happens. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah like NFTs right. didn't explode until these things happened. That's you know, true. nobody cared. <laughs> nobody gave a fuck <laughs> until like real money started being generated, you know, and that's the, that's the cold hard truth. Now yeah. everybody's like minting NFTs. Yeah, and they're like, "How come I'm not getting rich?" Yeah, exactly. He's like, "Whoa, <laughs> where are my millions, brah?" It's like, yeah. "I think I make cool stuff," you know. And right. they got freaking Tom Brady making an NFT platform now. Like everybody wants a piece of that pie, right? Yeah, that's how. It yeah, works, but man. you know what? Tom Brady's doing the right thing because he's got he's got <sighs> he's a celebrity. He's probably the best athlete that ever was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now he's starting an NFT platform that's associated with. Other celebrities. Yeah. So. But guess what Tom Brady's going to do when the Metaverse Mania pops up? He's going to buy a giant chunk of land 
Oh, yeah. He's going to build, like, this sick-ass fucking, I don't know, Tom Brady f- freaking land. Yeah. It's just like a freaking... Sculpture. <laughs> yeah, just himself everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's going to have, like, his seven or eight Super Bowl rings, however many he has at this point. There's just yeah. going to be, like, awesome sculptures, and it's just going to be, like, a giant Tom Brady-a-thon, yeah. potentially. I don't know. I'm just speculating here. But the point being, like, it once there's a mania... These big influencer type people are gonna want exposure. You know, yes. they they want to be a part of that f- moment too. Yeah, and know? he's gonna be the one to spend a million dollars on that land. Exactly. Yeah. Well, shit, we, uh, dude, that's another thing we could talk about. Boson Protocol got pretty close. They made a seven hundred thousand dollar purchase right. of like a pretty big chunk of land in the Vegas district in Decentraland. So that's like the biggest, as far as I know, land acquisition like ever. Yeah. In the history of Decentraland. So, I mean, that's a pretty big deal, dude. Uh, still yeah. haven't done enough research about Boson to like really tell you guys what it's about. Maybe that'll be like one of our next yeah. weekly videos. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it is an actively traded token, right? So we need to understand. And it's like now that they're big time players in the metaverse ecosystem. So it makes sense to figure out what the hell they're trying to achieve, you know? Yeah, I mean, how do you convince your board of directors or your investors who don't, let's say, they're the ones who are saying decentralized? Eh. It's like we're about to spend seven hundred thousand dollars on on this parcel here. That is quite like, the, the dip of funds. Can you, you know? can you sign off on that? It's like the hell is happening. Yeah, they must have had a really good plan, right? Well, I, I hope so. I'm pretty sure, unless unless it was like a total like marketing and PR ploy, but it can't be because like we've already been, we've been talking about like the metaverse isn't really like this hot buzzing topic yet, right? So yeah, there's no way it was like some kind of marketing ploy. Yeah, right. Like they don't have much like marketing to leverage from that yet. That's you know? a good point, dude. Yeah, so it's it's purely like, dude, they have some real intentions to do something with that land, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. So I'm pretty sure they got like a nice juicy plan outlined. Maybe we should reach out to these guys and see if we can get an interview or something. Yeah, Boson Pro. Is it Boson Protocol? Boson Protocol. Yeah, if you guys are listening, definitely reach out to us. Hit us up on Twitter or you know even the the uh, comment section on YouTube. Um, yeah, let us know. I mean, you could come on, kind of explain what you guys got going on, especially in Decentraland. We'd love to talk to you guys. Totally. I mean, um, yeah. And, you know, I think I think whoever is buying $700,000 worth of land, I mean, they have to have <laughs> intentions. Right? I would hope so, dude, because that's quite the acquisition. Yeah, that is that is a lot of money. Yeah. You know? So we know a lot about building land there. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not easy. Yeah, like, it's definitely not easy. Yeah. You basically need a lot of developers. You need a, a whole operation. Uh, yeah, going. you have a Just, yeah. Yeah, too. 3D artists like yeah. There's sound a reason. There's, there's a reason why these districts in Decentraland are dissolving. You know what I mean? You know what? You know, a lot of times it takes more money to make a game than it takes to make a movie. Right? Everything that's yeah. required in a game is required in a movie. Sound design, di- uh, digital effects, yep. animations, yep. Uh, like voice actors. Yeah. Like everything, that's so crazy. Directors, producers, yeah, yeah investors, and yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, freaking accountants and like legal teams <laughs> and all that crap, dude. Like, yeah, it's not easy to do yeah. anything really. Like, Man. it's quite the endeavor, right? It's quite the pursuit to like do anything of magnitude, you know? Yeah. And Decentraland. I don't know, man. Like, this is another thing, like, another problem that we've identified. Yeah, you know, we understand how difficult it is to produce anything of value in the in the metaverse. Yeah. So, like, the, the funding mechanisms to achieve that currently don't really exist, you know. So oh, for sure. It's another problem we have in our yes. mind. Like, how, how the <laughs> hell can we solve this issue, you know? So yeah, I mean, that's largely why you're here today, because <sighs> after this, this, uh, this call here, this uh, conversation, we got a shit ton to do. Yeah. 
I mean, damn. yeah. So yeah, we'll probably have some metazone updates for you guys into in the near future. Maybe like two, three weeks out, we could start being a little more transparent again. You yeah. know what I mean about like what's the happenings with our project? Metazone. Yes, yes. You know that that used to be like pretty much all we talked about around this channel. <laughs> you know what I mean for like a solid six months or so. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, but yeah, obviously we have tons of interests in like the broader crypto space. We got Ethermon stuff to talk about. You know. This is a lot to talk about. We can't just always talk about what we're doing, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. Ethermon has, you know, has such a huge potential too. I mean, in the metaverse and just like the IP itself, it's so, so damn good. Like, but, you know, it takes execution, right? You know, a, a lot of people come to us with a bunch of ideas. And the most important thing about ideas is the ability to execute. If you can't execute, your idea is worthless, Mm -hmm. it is worthless mm -hmm. so don't be afraid to execute on your ideas in whatever way it doesn't matter how you execute as long as you start executing that's the most important thing man that's, that's the biggest lesson that we learned uh you know going back to the butterfly effect had we not had that conversation that one day i man like, like in the Mexican restaurant? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Eating fucking enchiladas and shit. <laughs> talking about this Bitcoin stuff. Yeah. yeah, you're like, yo. It's like, dude, this was a good conversation. Yeah, yeah, yo. You're like, dude, you know what? This was such a good conversation. We should record ourselves doing these. Like, yeah. dude, how fucking, what, how, what's the opposite of humble? <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> like the hubris. Conceited? Yeah, like, you're like, dude, we, we, this combo was so great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we really need a podcast. But I mean, hey. You're right. Like, that was a good call, dude, because, like, uh, the podcast serves in a lot of different ways. Like, it helps us stay focused. It helps us mm -hmm. stay knowledgeable and, like, always seeking for more. Maintain momentum. Like, yeah. always stay ahead of everything that's going on. Yeah, that too. And it's, like, it's helped us build a platform, right? So, and we're going to keep doing that. So, and, yeah, it's introduced us to a lot of opportunities, a lot of cool people, like, freaking Maddie. Yes. Anorak, Frankie, all in Rio, all you cool motherfuckers. Just, you, you know. Yeah. Who've been watching us like way back in the days brought us into the metaverse. You yeah. Know what I mean, so yeah, if we never started the podcast, dude, <laughs> what would we be doing? I don't know, dude. I'd probably be working at McDonald's or, or some shit. Regular job, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn, dude. Under a bridge somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> pretty wild. Uh, so yeah, we're pretty close to it. Um, I don't but know yeah. if you wanted to talk about, you know, what, what could happen next with Bitcoin. I don't know if you guys care about Bitcoin in this. <laughs> Well, I mean, we kind of running out of time anyway, so yeah. This 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 did uh, turned into like a majority like metaverse focused episode, but whatever. Yeah, it's okay. The next time we'll talk about like polka dot and stuff like that because like, I kind of did want to get a little That's deeper true. into like polka dot discussions and whatnot because you know polka dude dot, polka dots like are gonna be on fire this this summer. Yeah. Yeah, just because of the auctions and, and Kusama and all that. Yeah, like, I guess let's just talk about it for like five minutes. But yeah, it's it's gonna be our large focus, I think, over the next coming weeks, like on our yeah, our daily or hopefully we could still maintain daily output. But you know, like our regular YouTube uh, videos are like twenty minutes or less. Content. Yeah, and if you guys are listening to this right now in in the audio format, make sure you check out our YouTube channel. We have short form content uh, that we do twenty minute videos at, at the most. On just like new cryptocurrencies that are out there. Not necessarily new, new, but new to us. And we try to explain those in like mm. in the simplest of ways. Yeah. And we try to associate like their potential in the whole crypto space. And there's just so much potential, right? Like and yeah, and there's so much potential at least in the polka dot ecosystem. Like I, I that could be the next uh catalyst for this bull run. Right. Cause it's not over, right? I, I don't believe it's over. Um plan B. Uh, if you guys seen his chart, stock to flow, yeah. it's definitely not over. 
Yeah. I mean, um, that's so you're looking at stock to flow chart. So when you look at this chart, like what direction? Just give me a direction up or down. Would you say it's <laughs> gonna go? Uh, I mean, like it looks down right now, but not that much. Like in in this context, right? Okay, now. so 2026 is it up or down from now? Oh, it's it's up. Exactly. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. So 2026, so that's five years from now. That would be very disappointing if it's just like flatlined <laughs> somehow. <laughs> like, but you can't just. You got to go by the data, right? Like the data suggests. Yeah, you know, it does suggest. These little squiggly lines are doing something. Yeah. You know, we're, we're headed some direction. Right? Yeah, it's up. Yeah, we're going up. <laughs> it's only <laughs> gone up pretty much, even though like today it feels so down, but it's it's not. It's not. You know, it's but you know what? If, uh, you know, we talked about this in the past. Well, we're too. talking like short term, though, because <clears throat> you're bringing up like a polka dot as a catalyst for the, True, for the yeah, summer. Yeah. Like, so who cares about 2026? We're... Oh, Everyone's interested, like what's gonna happen next now. month? You yeah, know, like now, yeah, because you know people like to make you know coordinated moves based on that expectation. For sure, you know? for sure. Yeah, they they want. So prepare. could it could it go down in the short term for like a prolonged maybe like a year or so, and then still in twenty twenty six it could still be up there. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, <laughs> I guess it could. Yeah, like basically, it just kind of like hovers around here for about a year. Yeah, and then it just like explodes to like three hundred thousand. Exactly. Explodes. And then it explodes around, well, explodes around here. It could here. explode and then correct and then do it like another one of those like yeah. double tops right there. Yeah. See, man, dude, it's impossible to really tell. But Yeah, it is. It's tough. But you're right, though. Like, there's so much bullishness reasonings, at least, like, internally, like, as a crypto sector, right? Like, mm-hmm. watching Polkadot's, like, ecosystem and Kusama start to emerge and, like, all these things we've been talking about for, like, the last eight months or whatever parachain auctions and stuff they're starting you know within the next month or so we're gonna see live um parachains i guess yeah. like on kusama network so it's kind of like realizing these big expectations you know so yeah and just in case you guys are curious we started the podcast and this blue dot right here let me let me kind of zoom in the, uh, around these blue dots over here this is when we started the podcast yeah and we were asking the same questions back then because, like, yeah. we just went through a whole bear phase and we're like, dude, like, yeah, what like, the hell, bro? When is the bleeding going to stop? <laughs> yeah, we're, like, in total despair at this point. But yeah, but we were still asking the question, like, what is it that's going to bring us out of this trench? Because it was one hell of a trench, as you can see. Like, visibly, it looks like a trench, right? Like yeah, the despair was real. Yeah, and we're asking because it was hard to identify at the time. You know, DeFi was, like, looming. There was, like initial concept at the time of like what DeFi was going to turn into, but there was nothing like concrete proven yet. Yeah. You know, compound was working on some things uh, and other stuff, you know, but there was no like real tokens out there that were being actively traded. Remember? That's true. So that was like part of our doubt as like the DeFi being the main narrative to like bring us out of a bear. But yeah, we were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, th- then we got, we found Decentraland and yeah, all kinds of crazy shit, you know? So now here we are again. Asking the questions, what's going to bring us out of this current trench we see ourselves in? Yeah. And at that, we will call it here. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Blockrunner and also at Metazone.io and also Ethermon underscore NFT. And uh, like and subscribe. Let us know what you think about this podcast. We talk about El Salvador. We talk about uh, Fox Business getting into the metaverse, um, the pipeline hack. Let us know what you think about everything, and we will catch you in the next video. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto. 
also reach out to us on Twitter at The Block Runner. Yeah.